Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. Hello and welcome to Woman Who Chat and today I'm speaking with Anne Girling. Hello Anne. Hi, hi there. Tell me a little bit more about you and what you do Anne. Do you want the story or what I'm doing right now? Tell me what you're doing right now and then we'll sort of explore a little bit more. So I rebranded myself about a year ago as the Unlikely Guru and I've been sort of struggling with what the Unlikely Guru does. I, I, I know I'm an Arbonne consultant. That's my main source of income apart from my pensions. But it was, who is this person? And I was really trying to lock into who I am and own some of what I am. Because people were saying to me things like, I love your post. You're so inspirational. You're this, you're that. And my response at the time was, yeah, but you're not buying any face cream. For goodness sake. And then I thought, own it. I am inspiring people. What does that mean? And then I read this amazing book called, well, the book sounds really dull. It was called The Menopause Toolkit or something. But right at the end of it, there's a chapter called Menopause Glory. And in there, it was saying, when you're through that and out the other side, you've got all the wisdom and life experience and everything that goes with it to share with younger women. And I thought, oh, my God. And it, it said, oh, the world needs you. So I thought, well, that's really calling me forth, isn't it? I've got I've got to own this stuff. So the unlikely guru was brought born. But it was only it was a week ago, a week ago. I'm currently doing Dawn's 21 Day Abundance Challenge. And, and after a, a meditation, I, out, out of my mouth or out of my head came, I'm girling the unlikely guru leading an aging well movement. And I thought, oh, wow. So, so that's what I do. But but my main source of income is sharing and recommending Arbonne products because I'm, I was 73 my last birthday a couple of weeks ago. And I feel my skin is as good as it can be. I feel my my nutrition and everything is, my health is as good as it can be. And I put some of it down to those products along with my lifestyle. So I don't know if that's answered your question. I hope it has. Oh, it has. And, it, you know, that that's just reading something that resonated with you, led you down that path. And I think sometimes we read things for a reason and things happen for a reason. And you certainly don't look 73, you know, so you you must be doing something right. And isn't that great? great? Because years ago, and somebody did ask me this recently, you know, I'm over 60 now and people said, oh, you're getting ready for your retirement. And I said, no, I'm just, I'm just winding up. I'm not winding down. And, you know, years ago, you know, women in their 60s, actually retired and stopped working a lot of my friends have stopped working I think I don't know what I'd do with my days you know Absolutely. it's nice found your calling and that you're actually moving forward and, and doing something but to help those coming along behind you did you know that retirement is not even a word in the Japanese language wow they have their ikigai which is like their purpose yeah. and they carry on doing it till they don't but I would retire I got my pension at 60 I would retire if I'd stayed in the NHS I would have retired at 60 yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of women in corporate jobs, they take the pension and they start doing the traveling they haven't done. But there's a finite amount of traveling you can do. And, you know, a lot of people that with their partners, they get fed up of being with them day to day, 24 mm-hmm. hours a day. So I think, you know, a lot of the time we we find other things to do. 
But I, I think when you've got a calling and when you've got a purpose, I, and I love the Japanese, I, I love the ikigai, but when you've got that purpose and that passion and you've got that sweet spot that you know what you're delivering is helping people, then why, mm-hmm. would, why would you stop? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're here to lead and serve. And, you know, if that's what I can do until I can't do it anymore, I'll carry on doing it. Absolutely. And it's, and it's another thing that I found when I've chatted to women, women in business, they never do just one thing. Mm. And you said you've got your, you know, you're, you're unlike a guru, which is your, you know, you're helping others, but you've also got your arbon and you're doing them both. And I find I'm, I multitask. I do various things as well. And I think it keeps that variety in your day. And mm-hmm. I think it, it it gives you something else. And when one's not quite performing, you've got the income from the other. So it just gives you an added source of security, I think, as well. Well, I have. I also this is the bit I always forget. I did have a book published back in 2011 and I <laughs> forget about it. And what was your book called? Um? It, it was called it's called A Journey to Chocolate. And it's it's kind of what we've been talking about. It was the idea. I was a life coach before. And, and the idea was that so many women are leading unfulfilled lives. They're on automatic pilot going through for, through until retirement. And then goodness knows what. And it was my way of saying, wake up and have a look at your life. But it was sharing my story where I woke up at the age of 50, probably now perimenopausal, but it hadn't been invented then. So I was just stress-related depression, took the opportunity to leave and find something else that I really wanted to do. I never, ever thought it would be with a skincare company, but hey, you know, that's the way it goes. Yeah, so that... It was it was just reaching out to women, sharing my story, but researching a lot of the issues that were in there. So they would indeed have their me too moment. So chocolate was really that that kind of enriched life. And I, women like chocolate. Personally, I would have probably said fizz, but, you know, I thought I'd, I I'd have both. You know, chocolate in one hand, wine in the other goes very well. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So what you know, obviously you've been in worked in the NHS. Was that a full time career as such you know mm. we're always in the NHS yes I I always wanted to when I was a little girl you know what do you want to do when you grow up most people listening to this would never have heard of emergency ward 10 but I watched it and I was going to be a nurse so and my I've got doctors in my family as well so yeah I was a nurse trained at Great Ormond Street and thought that would be my job for life I went into health visiting a few years later because I was living it up in London and I found that found this job that paid better and had better hours didn't know what it was but I went in for it and actually I loved it absolutely loved it and that was my most of my career stopped for a bit of maternity leave carried on until my last role which was a fabulous role it was leadership and clinical but it was just you know it was too much like so many of these other roles and it um tipped me over if you like yeah and I think so many women you know you do give your all to a job you know and my, my mum used to say to me you know they're just flogging a willing horse you know they won't you won't get thanks for it you won't get reward for it though the more you do the more that they'll expect and uh, it was true and you know when I was in the corporate world the more hours I gave, the earlier I got there in the morning, they still looked at their watch when I walked out the door at 5.30 to go home and it sort of been with my children and family, yet it was frowned upon. Yet the people that turned up at lunchtime and worked till midnight were glory mm. people. And, and I think sometimes, you know, there is an expectation of, of you to do more and more and more. And as you say, you just suffer burnout. And so many good women, I think, lose their uh, leave roles. And it's such a loss of ta- loss of talent, really. It is. 
I mean, look what's happening in the to the nursing profession right now. It, you know, I could say twenty years ago that this was going to happen mm-hmm. without COVID and everything else. Absolutely. So you're with the NHS. You sort of retired, but didn't. You've written a book, and you've got this this unlikely guru that you've just launched. So what's what's exciting is on the horizon. Oh well, I'm going to France next week. That feels pretty exciting. It is. Yeah, we have we have a house down in the south of France, so that's go there three times three times a year or so. So it's our first trip. So that feels what's exciting. I uh, I have my Facebook group, and I'm gonna, which is the Unlikely Guru Facebook group, and I'm certainly going to. I'm going to say sexy up is the best way I can describe. It. I need to do a lot of work on it, but it, you know, it will be. Hang on, this aging well movement. And one of my words of the year is community, create community. But I've got a lot of work to do on it. And I'm also going to create an ebook, Anne's Guide to Healthy Aging or no, Aging Well or something. I, I, I haven't kind of I haven't really got going, but being away might give me the space to work on these kind of things to see where we go. And I think sometimes when we step back from our real world and open up that space, the ideas flow. I know. Yeah. Yes, Recently, I've stepped back and, you know, I've postponed my awards this year, but it's given me the space that I need. And even just walking the dog or shampooing my hair and the ideas just start yeah. to flow. And, you know, capturing those in an ebook is a great idea. So, mm-hmm. you know, and sharing your knowledge and we'll share your your Facebook group so that people can Thank join you. that if they would like. So I always ask when I'm chatting to people, if you could give one piece of advice or a top tip for the audience listening, what would that be? I I would just say never give up. Mm-hmm. You, have, you have a dream, never give up. I was listening to a wonderful podcast the other day, uh, Mel Robbins speaking to Jamie, can't remember her name. She, she sold the It Cosmetic range to L'Oreal. And she said some, she had no's for three years, no money, nose for three years but she said she's she's never gave up she just said just keep in touch with your knowing your intuition so yeah don't let don't let the nose stop you go with your knowing I can't remember her exact quote but that's I would say that to anyone if you know what you're doing is is right just keep on going I could have given up Arbonne for ages on and off over the last 11 years but you know for me, it's my why that keeps me going. I'm building a legacy for my daughter and grandson. That's another story. And yeah, I'm not stopping. And I'll bounce back up each time I'm knocked down like a weeble. For I remember those, the weebles. Remember weebles? Yeah, weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. So yes, that's I right. Weebles, but, and that's a bit like my philosophy as well. You know, if I get out of bed in the morning and don't like what I'm doing, then I've got the power to change it. And you have, you know, absolutely. So, uh, well, it's been great chatting to you, Anne. And that's Anne Gerling, the unlikely guru. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.